0: This
1: is E. R. I Iwofalola, also known as Darlene Dawson, online for Kenneth Jones. Today's show is going to be an important show for Jersey City because we're going to be speaking to an important guest from Jersey City, whose name is Ryan Strocker And he's from Jersey City. He was the director of Jersey City uh, Recreation. And we're going to find out what his story is when we uh, get him on the line. Right now, I want to say good morning again and let you know that today is truly a beautiful morning. Of course, Kenneth is more about the politics and I am more about the spirituality. So... I am going to read the um, book stops here that uh, we have written by Kenneth Jones, and I want to say Kenneth Buck Jones. And I thought that what he put in about black lives makes a difference and he said in the last couple of years the hands of the police and private citizens have killed numerous African American people, especially men. Thousands of African Americans and other cultures have responded by marching and protesting against these killings. Besides the citizens in these affected there is cities. There have been large numbers of others from other cultures who have responded and also are marching and pro- protesting against these killings. Besides the citizens in these affected it cities, Uh, entertainers, sports figures, and other celebrities are meeting with them to figure out how they can help. The organization started named Black Lives Matter. This organization has been mobilizing, networking, and advocating on behalf of the black community. In addition, political figures are currently meeting with them also to discuss some of the needs. And this is the message to Black Lives Matter. They need to ask young black men if they really believe black lives matter. The reason why we have to ask these young men this question is because statistics have shown that young black men are killing each other at an alarming rate. Recently, I was on the bus and overheard several, and this is uh, Kenneth Jones' work, several young black men talking about how they were going to harm another group of black men. They referred to these guys as the, with the N-word. The reason why they wanted to bring harm to these brothers is not important. What is an important fact is why they are, so willing at 14, 15, and 16 years old to be ready and prepared to take the lives of other human beings. Let's not forget that by committing this act, they would destroy their lives and consequently another person's lives. This action would affect not only this individual but other family members, and it's ridiculous. They are part of a gang, and we need to say, "Do all lives matter, or just it matters when police kill black It's so funny that um on many occasions, we find the same lack of respect in historical values for those that are being the victims as well as the victims themselves. And I think that it's important that we ask the question, do all lives matter? Because if all lives matter, then we should not have to see the victimization of our children from police or themselves. We have to begin to ask Have these children received the proper training at home that would make them respect lives? And now I'm speaking from my perspective. We have several issues when we speak of children killing children. Who is raising these children? What type of support do they receive from their government to local officials that have responsibility for the activities in the community? What have they done to change the lives of these young people? And that is something that we need to address on a large scale. Now, uh, it is important for me to support this program because we don't have necessarily a vehicle which addresses the needs in black communities but we definitely need to get some local action started to tell our children that black lives matter and for them to get to understanding that regardless whether they're going to get a little bit of time or a lot of time for killing another black person that the death of one is death of all of us we've got to figure out how to put these young people's minds back together so that they will manifest blessed be blessed with the knowledge that matters greetings and
2: blessings yes This is Kenneth Jones. Good morning, black, urban America. How are you this morning? Um, Can you talk a little louder, Kenneth? Yes, uh, I will. Um, I'm in the public area. I'm at a a social service agency that's giving health screenings today, free health screenings uh, for people in the community, and it appears to have a, a large turnout. Um, I'm waiting for a special guest this morning by the name of Ryan Stroker. Uh, He is the director of Jersey City Recreation, and he's supposed to be giving us his intake of what's going on in Jersey City. Uh, uh, There is a situation that a lot of black uh, executives, black men executives, have been fired for no reason under the Steve Furlough administration. I just want to, uh matter of fact, he is the fourth one. And uh, Mr. Stroker had done a lot for Jersey City Recreation. Uh, he is the director of Jersey City Rec- Recreation. And uh, under his regime, uh, Jersey City Recreation has expanded. I mean, they have a new facility, uh, 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 new fields for kids to play and families to use And what have you. So, um, right now I'm just waiting for him to call in. But until you call in, uh there's some things I like to
1: say to you uh
2: Buck that huh? I was reading the
1: Buck Stops here uh because it is very interesting article that you wrote
2: uh, yeah uh, last week I Black explained to everyone Matter. yeah uh uh last week uh, I explained that um that I'll be writing a weekly blog. Uh that was the first one uh where's the outcry uh and what this article explained playing uh is that when there's a police shooting of a person of color we come out in droves by the thousands. We shut down highways. We shut down everything. But when someone of color shoot another person of color, well, I'm just going to be specific. Well, black young man shoot another black young man. Or when a black man shoot his gun and a straight bullet hit a kid or an elderly person, or an individual, there, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no outcry. There's nobody questioning why is this happening. We do not come out like we come out when there's a police shooting. We need to be more intense on ourselves. When we're shooting each other. In fact, the organization, does black lives matter? Well, we need to ask ourselves that. Do black lives really matter? Let's ask the kid that's shooting that pistol. Does a black life matter? Let's ask the kid that that shot that straight bullet that hit a a 7-year-old girl sleeping in her room. Does black life matter? Let's ask these two gangbangers that are shooting at each other across the street. Do black lives matter? Do that black life matters? If it matters, we would not be shooting each other, striking each other down. And this had just not started today or last week or last month or last year. This has been going on for decades. And we need to really come together. And, 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 and I just want to also say, if people, if other cultures see us shooting each other down like dogs in the street, how can we get so angry at that person for shooting at us when we don't say anything about shooting each other? And we so we need to ask the community and I'll take calls in on this issue too. Do do black lives matter? Matter of fact, let's be more specific, do black men lives matter? Because last summer there were like thirty uh uh young black men killed in Jersey City alone during the summer months of July, August. that's, that's a lot of that's, that's a lot of young men uh, going to the hospital, or going to the grave. And, in fact, that's 30 men going to prison for shooting those 30 guys. So I want I to ask the community, where is the outcry? Or do we need to get upset? Do we really care about black lives? We're just so angry at law enforcement for the injustice they have been doing for for hundreds of years against the black community. That's why there's a lack of trust between law enforcement and the black community. We had discussed that a few weeks ago. Uh, How can we build that trust? Uh, 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 In fact, how can we... uh, build a level of care, a level of respect, a level of love towards each other that we don't have to uh we don't have to use violence in order to settle a dispute or a disagreement. So that was the article It was all about uh Ms. Aola. you know that was the article it was all about and um this week, I'm going to be writing about uh black men under attack and and one would ask uh why am I focusing on the black male population and I say this every week on my show do can you hear me? Hello, hello. 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 Uh, are we still there? Hello. Miss Ola. Uh, am I still on the air? Yes, you are. I am. Oh, okay. At, uh, All right. Okay. I, I it didn't hear anything.
1: I just want you to know that you need to talk lot. Li- um you need to turn up
2: your volume. Oh uh I don't know where the volume is. Hold on. Oh, okay. All right. Can you hear me now? Is, better. It, is that better is that better? Yes. okay, good, good, good. I don't have to repeat everything I just said, do I?
1: No. It's online. Oh, okay. Usually it's online.
2: Oh, okay. And so, uh, okay, uh, one of the the issues that I was going to cover today with Mr. Stroker, I was in contact with him yesterday, and he said he was be calling, but I guess, you know, something came up. But... uh, Something that has been irritating uh, uh, me uh, for years. Uh, oh, oh, let me provide an illustration. There's two men that are executives. One is white and one is uh, black. And there's one white executive could make a mistake, could make a wrong decision over an issue. And all he will get is maybe a lecture or a direction on how to uh, uh, perform his duty another way. But if a black man do that same mistake, he is automatically fired, or suspended, or ridiculed. He ridiculed in, in the new in that town's newspaper. And I just wanna know why. You know, a uh, uh, white man are given several chances to learn their position or, or 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 not to make mistakes. But a black man gives one shot. One shot. That's it. One shot. And if he makes a, a mistake, he is gone. And he is replaced by whom? Another white executive. Male nor female. So that's something that that that's always been a concern uh that I have. Uh oh, why are we giving that one shot? Oh, oh how come we're not given the same chances as our white counterparts? Uh this is just been not like yesterday or last week. This has been going on for hundreds of years. Especially if you're the first in that position. And when you're the first of that position, uh, like, all eyes are on you, and like you're the representative of the whole black male species in the United States of America, which is unfair, which is unfair because we don't represent the whole population. We may represent regions. We may represent that municipality. But we do not represent the entire population. And some of that could be very stressful. Some of that could be nerve wracking. But history tells us. We had addressed it and we stood we stood tall uh 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 under the line of fire. And we are constantly, constantly under attack. By even by our own people. Even when we don't perform up to the expectation of our own people, we are attacked. Let's look at President Obama, for example. Uh, uh, I stroll through Facebook. I go to different websites, special political websites, and I want to see some of the responses they have uh, about uh, uh, President Obama, uh, uh performance during the past eight years, the past uh, two administrations. And by far most of the most of the
3: uh
2: uh uh responses have been negative. Even by African Americans, even by people of color. Uh uh most of the responses uh have been uh, uh very negative. Uh, And people have to remember he is the president of all of the people in the United States of America. Matter of fact, of the world, he just cannot focus on one population. And then there are different policies we don't even know about that he has to abide by, different power structures that we have to abide by, you know? Uh, you know what, uh, let's do this, since there's a lot of people here, how about if I ask a couple people, uh, 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 uh that's in the agency about, uh, this issue, can I, can I do that? Yes, absolutely. That, that, that would be interesting, right? Yes. Okay, 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 let's do this, all right, Uh so
3: we'll Excuse me. Excuse uh-huh. me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. man.
0: Excuse
3: me. Excuse me.
2: Uh, we're on live radio right now, and we're uh, um, discussing about two things. Uh, how do you feel about President Obama's performance the last eight years? Or you can ask a question about black men under attack in the United States. What would you like to ask? You
3: want Uh to ask no question. Uh, it, 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 it's fine.
2: Okay, thank you. Excuse me now, everybody's shy now. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't want to uh, speak uh, out. Uh,
3: okay.
2: huh? Huh? I
1: said, you know, people don't want to speak out uh, because they're uh receiving their uh free stuff, you know.
2: Trying to get
1: their stuff.
2: Blackie,
1: the president. My name is Juan, and uh, the president that we have is number one here. You understand?
2: So, do you feel that he satisfies the people?
3: Oh yeah, I'm
2: satisfied with what he's doing, and he did justice better than the other one. Yeah. That's cool Thank you so much, Juan. Uh, how about if I get somebody else? Uh, uh. Excuse me, sir. 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 Hi. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Come in for a second.
3: Come in for a second, please. Yeah, come in for a second. Yeah, yeah.
2: Come here. Yeah, come here, come
3: here. You don't like this. Come
2: here. Come here. We're on, here. We're on live radio and we're talking about Pres Obama performance for the last eight years. How do you feel about Pres Obama's performance for years? the last eight years? Tell your name. No, you don't have to tell your I'm name. Not I
4: think he did a great job. Doing a great job, a marvelous job.
2: Why do you feel that he's doing a great job?
4: Because I I think he's um really a lot of changed.
2: A lot of changes since then, and I just think, in my opinion, he did a marvelous job. How you felt about uh, Congress? How how he was treated by Congress? Um, well, every president goes through that, so I think he handling it well. You know what I'm saying? He handling it well in the streets So it's all good. You know. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, let me see. Who else can I get? Well,
1: Kenneth, I think that that's uh, a little difficult because. You can't hardly hear them as well. But um,
2: good effort. Yeah, well, let me get a couple more people in here. Uh, let me see. People waiting for their screening and whatnot.
3: Uh, uh,
2: sir. Sir, can I speak to you for a second? Yeah, you. Yeah. No? Uh, maybe I should get a couple of ladies up in here, huh?
3: Uh, uh, let me see. Um. ma'am, aqui tipo
2: assim. Que
3: assim tipo
4: assim. Que
3: we're we on live radio
2: and we talk about President Obama uh, performing for the last eight years. How do you feel with President Obama has
3: performed?
2: Huh. No? Okay. All right. Uh Let's see. Uh, well, everybody is really waiting. Okay. Sir. Sure. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um we talk about President Obama's performance for the last eight years. How do you feel that he performed for the last year
4: eight years as President? Hello? Go
2: ahead. Just speak.
4: I mean, I don't think he did a, a, a great job at all.
2: Why do you feel he didn't do a good job? Hello? Yeah, definitely. Just speak. Yeah, he needs to say why didn't do a
3: good job. I
4: don't know, I just didn't I just didn't like how um, how uh, he presented himself on certain situations. I believe he could have did better willing. I mean, that's basically it. Thank you very much. Okay, that's
2: two to one. All right. I'll be really three to one. Uh, uh, sir? 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 Boy, they're so hypnotized. Sir? No. <laughs> uh... uh Bam, got fifty five. Huh? Oh, nobody to talk, huh? Okay, well I think that's all the people I could get. Well, you see we have different uh feelings about uh the president uh performance for the last years, last eight years and how he was uh treated by Congress and the Senate, what have you. So you you, you heard two different perspectives. One perspective you think they think he did a great job. Uh, he was for all the people and you have another perspective that he did did not do a good job. And and I think that every politician goes through that. Uh you have pros and cons. In fact next week uh we have a uh, a a a black Republican by the name of Mr Stephen Poole that will be coming on uh uh will be coming on the uh show and he's going to be telling his perspective about uh, the politics and how it affects uh, the black community and what have you. Um, since well, let me
1: ask you this, center, huh? apparently that how many people are out there with uh,
2: the social services? Oh, we have about 40 people in this room right here
1: waiting for the social service because they get free. I'm for the
2: screening, the health screening. Oh,
1: shit.
2: Yeah, yeah and, and, uh, and, see, and they got a TV on, and so everybody's so hypnotized by the TV or what have you, and they don't even want, uh... Hey, can I speak to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah come on. Yeah, come on, come on. How you doing? Uh... We're on a radio talk show right now and we talk about Pres Obama performance for the last eight years. I
4: wanna ask you how do you feel about Pres Obama performance for the last eight years? Oh, he performed real good. He was a good president and I like the way he went off um John, Donald Trump the other day too myself.
2: Yeah. So how do you think he Donald Trump?
4: What did he say? Oh, he says about the way he treats Hispanic people, the way um you know, just the way he's Against um, people who are not Americans, which I feel we're all Americans. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, Chinese, whatever. We're all Americans. Obama's oh, a good man. president. I wish he could go eight more years because we need a president <laughs> like him around. Do you think he was yes, fair we do. I said. No, he was fair for people. Even though he's even though he's he's considered black, he was he was fair. I find him fair. Good president
2: think he was treated by Congress as a
4: sexist. Um, by the way he was treated by Congress, he was treated not fairly. It wasn't fair. It was mostly not against they were against, some of them, I feel like some of them were against him because of his skin. Yeah.
3: Thank
4: you. You're welcome. All
2: right, all right. That was a fair assessment, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, that was a fair assessment. Because yeah, I think uh,
1: that one of the things that Obama can say is that he is the president for everybody. Not just for black people or white people. He really was trying or he is trying to build a consensus of good people working for the American government.
4: And people um, have to
2: realize that President Obama is biracial. He grew up with his mother and his grandmother uh in Hawaii whom are white. He just uh, right, uh, uh, identified he, he more black had
1: black inter- uh, relationships huh? because he's had black engagement in the community because Yes. He did he may have grew up with them but he acquiesced to the community and working with black people so he go back to war. Yeah. Yeah, he got well, to walk in all of that. Yeah, uh I mean the and fact also, is, is he, that he's intelligent and we need that more than anything.
2: Is well, to you have don't an become, intelligent uh, president of the Harvard Law Review by being a dummy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh and exactly. you also gotta remember that uh that uh, uh by him being biracial he had to be uh, for all the people, but he identified more with the black race. Uh, you know, uh, you could tell that by Marry a black woman. You know, so uh, I didn't hear
1: you. got to
2: I say he, had, although he grew up in a white household, he did when he became an adult. He identified more with the black race But he worked in the black community in Chicago on the South Side. Yeah, I think,
1: I think. Because they treated him like a black man. Yes. He not no white man. They treated him like a black man. As soon as his mother mixed her blood with the Kenyan man, she mm-hmm. no longer had a pure white child. She gave birth to a biracial child. And right. so in America, biracial people get treated just like everybody else, black people. We, also, you know, if, if, to, if, if you look
2: more If you have more African features You're really going to be treated like a, a, a African American And he's a real I mean, African American If, you, but if, his father's if from you're freedom. not beautiful uh, huh? If you're
1: not beautiful as a biracial person You're going to be treated like a black person
2: Right. As
1: long as your your shade hits that dark thing, and you don't look like you're a tie or whatever, you look like you black. Right. No matter how hard you try, you're gonna be treated like a black person. And I think that it's time in our country to do away with race and deal with people on what efforts they have put out in the world. You know how you
2: could get rid of uh, 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 the uh, issue of race? You have to stop putting people in groups. You're in this one group, and you're in that group, you're in this other group. Because once you put people in groups, groups tend to try to outdo each other, out of of function, perform each other. And, And people have to remember, you know, there's only one group. And that's the human race. And we have to denounce, uh, I mean, it has to be a beginning. Uh, that's the beginning of a solution. Uh, how to improve race relations is by doing away with race and start focusing on the human race. But since they have us in groups, Then we really, and and, and, and there are so much injustice, injustices, and and unfair treatment for one group compared to another group, whether it's by income, color, race, or whatever identity they utilize to describe you.
1: That's true.
2: Yeah, and you have to do away with the injustices. Between the groups, among the groups. Because when one group feels they are more powerful than the other group, whether by income or race, you also got to look at this. There is a class struggle in this country. You know, they already did with the dude uh, did away with the middle Matter of fact, President Obama tried to bring back the middle class. But they already did away with the middle class. You have two classes, the upper and the lower. And the upper is the one but they're called the one percenters. And they have the power. They own all the resources. The corporations, uh the stock market, the trade relations. And the so major when media when they have man. all that power, then they can write any type of matter of fact you have some of those people the one percent that give money to the Democrats and the Republicans. Whoever can, they can control that and try to control that individual get whatever resources they want. Uh, So, we really have to uh, and and when you have groups and when you have always a, a comparative analysis between the groups, you tend to Assimilate with the power structure, and the power structure, whoever they may be, that power stru- power structure makes policy, and 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 they own all and, and, and monopolize and control all the resources, and and see, I, I, I don't think this world would tend to be like different groups. The power structure the has and the have not. I think people are supposed to live equally. it's supposed to be a economic equal distribution. And when you don't have an economic equal distribution, there goes the crime rate. When you don't have an economic uh uh a equal economic distribution, there goes uh 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 That's where we have slavery Jim Crow uh, Social services People don't have And they need assistance So all of that Come into play Uh, I guess Mr. Stroke Is not coming on So I'm going to end the show A little early which is now and um am really very disappointed uh, because he did confirm yesterday. I have to call him um, and see what happened to him. But next week, look out for Mr. Stephen Poole. But uh, as I always end the show, I am because we are. We are because I am. Peace, everyone. And I talk to you next week. Uh, look out for this week's uh, commentary. I'm out.